this is the last day that we're going to teach on prayer uh, for a while. I'm going to circle back to this a little later on. For those of you who are joining us, this is our third week, which we call the prayer factor. Prayer makes a difference. Uh, in the last three weeks, I've talked about uh, the power of prayer, some of the, uh, some of the approaches to prayer. For example, the Our Father prayer, which is, consists of the rabbinical principles, so it's not just uh, a prayer we memorize, although I said it from a little kid all the way up through my teenage years, every night uh, when I went to bed, I'd say the Our Father prayer. Uh, but it's a collection of prayers, principles of prayers. We're going to look at that in a minute. Uh, and I said to you uh, that the chief purpose of prayer, the most important purpose of prayer, is relationship. That it's the way in which we get to know God. Now, given all that over the last uh, two or three weeks, I'm sure if we did a survey, uh, we would figure out that about 70 to 80% of us uh, here, who, many of us have been believers for a long time, but we do not have prayerful lives. And that's for a variety of reasons. For some of us, we're not really sure God is there. For others among us, uh, it just has never really worked out. For others, we just don't have the discipline or whatever the case might be. But I think that when we're missing out on prayer, we're missing out on, a, on the transformational element of our relationship with God. So today, uh, as a part of the teaching, we're going to all pray together. We're going to build in prayer through this teaching. Uh, somebody say, wow, that sounds exciting. Say that. You actually said it like you meant it. That's great. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to hold hands with anybody. I'm not going to ask you to get into a circle. Uh, I'm just going to let you just be you. But we're going to talk through and practice together the principles of prayer because I want you to see that at the end of the day, it's just talking to God. And I know some of you have said, some of you have been told, you can't, put, you know, you got to pray a certain way. You got to use these and those. Whoever told you that didn't know they're talking about. <laughs> if you can talk, you can talk to God. Amen? Yes. Amen. So we just need to, and God wants us to talk to him. Let me tell you a quick story, and I got to get right into this. Here's a quick story uh, coming out of my Boston days. I remember... I was praying uh, one day, and it was after, you guys have heard the whole story about the, uh, the, the, the renovation campaign, miraculous renovation campaign of the former church I passed, $3.2 million, $3.3 million that was raised, how the city came together, so forth and so on, and how the Boston Globe and Harold had written about it. So when it was all over, I was in a, went on a kind of a prayer retreat, and I was asking God, although I was grateful for it, I was asking God, why did you choose us to do that? Our congregation. Uh, in Boston, there's a congregation, at least in Roxbury, sometimes there, there are two churches on one block. This is churches everywhere. So I said, well, why did you choose us? And uh, in the midst of this prayer time, I got this, the best way to talk about it is kind of an, an, an impression. God speaks to us in different ways. Sometimes it's just an impression that shows up on your mind that you can just translate. And, and for me, what, what I essentially heard God say through that impression was, look around. And I started looking around. In my mind, I could just envision Roxbury, right? the, the, the people all across Roxbury struggling in so many different ways. And it felt as though God was, said to me, you see those people? They're all 
just surviving. They have given up uh, the will to dream. They're just trying to survive every day, just trying to make it through the day. And, and what I heard God say, so I did that big miracle for you guys so that I could build your faith so that you could help Roxbury to dream again. And, and, and out of that, immediately almost in that same prayer, he kind of laid out a plan. We labeled it a dream again campaign, went back, talked to my staff and board and all of that. And out of that came an effort where we had, we trained 45 people. We, in an eight block radius of the church, we went door to door, knocking on doors, introduced ourselves, didn't ask people to come to church, didn't say we wanted to pray with them. We had three questions. What is the biggest dream that you've ever had for yourself and your family? What's the biggest dream you've got for your community? And what's the largest obstacle that's standing in the way? And we had over 700 conversations. And out of that came this big initiative, a whole lot of things, but out of that came the initiative that produced the Dearborn School. And when I got ready to leave, uh, the superintendent had me in a meeting where she had 40 other principals uh, and religious leaders from around the city. And she talked about our Dream Again campaign and the Dearborn. uh, And she was challenging them to do something similar. And as I walked out, I just sensed, felt the Lord says, Roxbury is dreaming again. Now, I share that story because for me in the congregation, out of that prayer came a transformative relationship. When you see God move inside of your prayers, it's transformational. The second thing that comes out of that that I think is applicable is that what God was really saying to me, and I caught it, was that while many of the people in Roxbury didn't know it, he saw them. He saw them in their struggle. And he had a heart for them. And that if they could just open up their minds and stretch towards him, he would engage them and and they would discover that miracles could be a part of their lives. So I say to you, Whatever your age, wherever you're from, whatever your challenges are or not, God wants you to know the day he sees you. And he has a heart for you. He loves you. And he wants to break into the details of your life like never before. And prayer is that open door. If that makes sense to you, say amen. amen. Give God a hand praise because that's what he's looking for. Uh, and those who are watching by video, uh, I want you to participate just like if you were here. All right. Matthew 6, verse 9 through 13 is what we're reading from the New International Version. I'm going to start it off and then I want us all to read together. Jesus is teaching here. He says this. This then is how you should pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from the evil one. Shout amen. amen. Please be seated. God, do something special. Let us have an encounter with you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this prayer, these principles start off with Jesus saying, pray this way, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The suggestion is that if you're in relationship with Jesus, you have the right to refer to God as Father, as your heavenly parent. And what he's saying is, in the Hebrew tradition, hallowed be thy name. In the Hebrew tradition, the name of a person represented their nature and their, their character. So if you knew somebody's name, you knew exactly what kind of person they were. So when he says, hallowed be thy name, what Jesus is saying is, is that I want you to reflect on who God is in all the different ways that God is. I want you to see God in God's largeness, in God's power. Never, don't let God become so small. And there's two ways in which we do that. One is by praise. Everybody shout praise. And the other is through thanksgiving. Shout thanksgiving. The difference is praise always focuses on who God is. You're, you're pulling out the attributes, how God has revealed God's self to be through scripture and in the world. And thanksgiving is focused on what God has done. How God has revealed himself literally through what he's doing in your life. If you're a high schooler, God is moving in your life. A middle schooler, he's moving in your life. Even if you don't know it. And so uh, Psalms 152 says this. Praise God for his powerful acts. That's recognizing what he does in your life. And praise God for his surpassing greatness. That word surpassing means his unequaled greatness. That's who God is. So we're getting ready to praise. So let me give you some starters and we're going to do this together. And uh, you can, for some of you, you can, you can fill this build, building with loud praise. And for others, you can just speak softly and uh, quietly and others in between. Now listen, I want everybody to participate. Shout everybody. everybody. Tell the person next to you he's talking to you too. It means you. <laughs> right. Whether you believe or not. Maybe you don't believe in God. Maybe you don't believe in the prayer stuff. That's cool. That's all right. I want you to take a leap of faith. Listen, if there's nobody on the other side listening, what have you lost? <laughs> Consider it free therapy. <laughs> Just processing your emotions, all right? But if there is somebody on the other side, this could be the beginning of the next incredible season in your life. All right. So pray. So I'm going to throw it up on the screen. I, I wanted to get you guys started. So, so for some of us, we use the language praise and hallelujah. That's church. Uh, that's, that's scriptural language. It, it, it celebrates God and God's bigness. But if you don't want to use that, you can, you can use, you can, it's, it's just thinking about being awed by God. So you, 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 you can simply say, wow. Let's practice. Say, wow. wow. I, and, and say, praise God. Praise God. Come on, say, wow. wow. Say, that's a mind blower. Say that. Mind blower. Say, God, that's awesome. Say that. 
All right, any of that works. You get whatever's, whatever's, whatever's comfortable with you, but you want to reflect on who God is. And I've given you some examples up here. So, so, so when I think about God, I think about God is the eternal God. Wow, that means he's got no beginning and he has no ending. Oh, praise God. God is the creator of the universe. That means that when I think about his power, it blows my mind. I mean, God is everywhere at the same time. That means that he's with me when I'm in my valley of misery. And he's with me when I'm on the mountaintop of accomplishment. When I'm in the dark or when I'm in wherever I am, God is with me. Wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, God is uh, uh, not only is he uh, ever present, he's all knowing. He, he know. you know what that means? I mean, this is a mind, this is a mind blower here. I mean, it means that he knows all the details of my past. And he knows all the details of my present. And he knows all the details of my unfolding future. Wow! Hallelujah, God. I, I praise you. As a matter of fact, I just start thinking about some titles that I can, you know, uh, God, God, you're my strength. Oh, I praise you. God, you're my hope. Oh, God, I praise you. You're my peace. You're you're, 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 you're my safe place. Anybody know God is your safe place? He's, he's my safe place. Oh God, I praise you. I, I adore you. I, 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 I'm just awestruck at who you are. And, and, and you can just feel that out. God, uh, you're my savior. Through Jesus Christ, you are, uh, you, you, you are my Glorious Father and Heavenly Parent. Who's God to you? Let's throw some names. Come on, help me, help me, help me. Come on, can you throw out some stuff? Come on, what is it? Come on, deliver some out. Just say it loud. Say it out. Tell me. Give me some words. Give me some words. Come on. Who is it for you? All right, so go ahead. Let's just pray out. Come on, let's just give him praise. Just tell him. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Talk to him. If you want to clap your hands, you can do that. Just talk to him. Just declare, you can whisper it, you can say it out loud, just talk to him on the video, just talk to him, just say, God, I'm just acknowledging who you are, you're the source of power, I'm just acknowledging who you are, you're the source of love, I'm just acknowledging who you are, hallelujah, I just, I praise, I worship you for who you are, thank you that you're the creator of the world, just talk to him, just thank you, Lord, that you gave, that, that you brought me into being, thank you. That you're with me. Talk to him. Talk to him. God, I praise you because you're a redeemer. Hallelujah. I praise you because you're a savior. You can use these words on the screen. You can have your eyes open. You can just look and pick these words and just talk to him. Talk to him. Life giver. A safe place. 
sanctifier, a deliverer, my rock in unstable ways. Yes, my burden bearer, my hope in the midst of hopelessness. Hallelujah, Lord, I celebrate who you are and your bigness. Shout the scripture with me. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. And his faithfulness endures from generation to generation. Come on, let's give God praise. Come on, put your hands together and clap. Praise is a type of prayer all by itself. For example, tomorrow, that's, that's all you need to do. You can just say, you know, Monday, I'm just going to praise him. You know, I'm going to pick five minutes in the morning. I'm going to pick five minutes at lunch. And I'm just going to remember who God is. I'm going to remember God and God's bigness. And as you begin to remember God and God's bigness, it, 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 it reshapes your anticipation and your expectation. Now, let's just talk for a moment about posture of prayer. There is no particular prayer posture. posture. Some folks say, oh, you've got to be on your knees. <laughs> Maybe not exactly like that, but <laughs> got one step ahead of me. <laughs> Some people will prostrate out like that, right? And they will pray before the Lord. That's appropriate if that's what you feel. Some people will get on their knees because that's, that's, what's, that's how God has worked in their heart. That's appropriate. Uh, uh, some people will have a seating, a, a seat. I have a seat that I, uh, uh, some of my prayer time is a seat I like to sit in and pray. That's appropriate. You've got a, a seat. Uh, other people, my wife, when she, she rides her bike to, to work and she rides and prays. So you can ride your bike to work, right? Uh, uh, some people try it on their bed. Now, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I've tried it. I'm just letting you know. It's like, God, I'm going to talk to you. Just give me a few extra minutes. <laughs> Lord, and then I'm snoring, you know. <laughs> then I wake up and say, Lord, I hope that you know, those, those snores was praises to your... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do the bed I don't do the bed but I also walk I walk and like a sanctuary right now, I walk around and I'm just like Lord I just give you praise I magnify for who you are the other day I walked about three miles I was walking down the street I, I, for the last three Saturdays I've been doing this so by the way if somebody calls you and said I saw your pastor walking and he was talking to himself <laughs> you just tell him no 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 he was praying he was praying Whatever works for you. Tell the person next to you, whatever works. God just wants you to talk to it. Right. Shout thanksgiving. That's, that's remembering what God has done for you. There's two ways to do it. You've heard me say this before. You can look over the stretch of your life and look at those big markers where God has moved in your life. And, 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 and it just, you know, you've forgotten about it. But, but now you begin to remember that maybe it was the, 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 the person that you fell in love with. Or maybe you were sick and he healed you. Or, or maybe started a business that you didn't think could start. And then you just begin to acknowledge God for that. Or maybe it's over the last 
uh, of several days. You just think about all that God has done for you over the last several days. And I'm going to give you uh, some starters here uh, as well in any one of these categories. Here's what I like to do. I like to say, Lord, I thank you for. And then I like to tell him why. What was so good about that gift that was remarkable? So, you know, you can start by saying, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, uh, I thank you for life, health, and strength. And for somebody you may be thinking about, you were sick a month ago, or you got a bad diagnosis, you went through a series of treatments, and now you're okay. And that's a big deal for you. You can say, Lord, you, brought, you, you did that for me. You know, I, Lord, I thank you for family and uh, uh, friends and loved ones. And inside of that, you might be specifically thinking about a grandmother that you love so much and who's been a special gift to you. And you say, well, God, I really thank you for my grandmother and how she cooks for me and engages with me and talks to me. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a child. But, but you, 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 you get specific with God in, in your thinking. You know, uh, Lord, I thank you for my job, for my uh, career, and for my colleagues. Lord, I thank you for unending love. I thank you for mercy and grace that is without bounds. God, I thank you for rescuing me. Anybody in here ever been rescued by the Lord? I thank you for saving me. I, I, I think, has anybody in here ever been delivered from anything or anybody? <laughs> Lord, <laughs> somebody ought to start shouting right now, yeah, Lord, you delivered me. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the miracles that you have worked in my life. And if you don't believe in miracles, well, say, well, I thank you for the phenomenons that are in my life. I thank you for the unexplained events that are in my life. Come on, somebody lift up some things. What are some things you're thankful for? Come on, just speak it out. Tell me, tell me. What are some things you think about? Health, what else? Family, what else? What else? Good. All right. Start talking to Jesus. Tell, tell him what you think. Come on. Let's hear to pray. Come on. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for. Go ahead. Talk to him. Thank you for life. Thank you for how you turn my history around. Thank you for your redemption. You can watch the screen and use what's on the screen. How many things can you thank him for? How many things are you grateful for? Where do you see God at work in your life? Did you have food this morning? Thank him for it. Your transportation back and forth, even if you have to catch the bus, you've got the resources to do it. Thank him for it. You're living in a shelter, but in America, we have shelters. Oh, my goodness. Thank him for shelters. Thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Where you used to be financially, where you are now. Wow. Thank you. You're in school now. You have a good school. You love your school. Thank him for your school. Thank him for your teachers. Thank him. For people loving you. Hallelujah. 
Okay, shout this scripture with me. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And everything that is within me. And forget not his many benefits. He forgives my sins. Heals my diseases. Redeems my life from destruction. Come on, let's give God a hand praise. Hallelujah. Mighty acts. And notice that all of this is focused on God. So if you start with praise on Monday and then Tuesday, you can do Thanksgiving. And it's all focused on who God is in your life. It's broadening out your picture of God's activity. You didn't know. You just came. This is the first time coming to church in like three years to discover that God has been active in your life. Somebody say, wow. Then comes... Um, Thy kingdom come, what? On earth as? All right. The, the, the key to this is, is the word kingdom. Uh, so you think about the king, and then you think about dumb, right? Tell the person next to you, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> it's actually D-O-M, no. <laughs> the king and, and, and the realm of authority. And so when you say, God, I'm praying that your kingdom come, what I'm saying is you start with yourself and you move out to your family. And some people, they specify their family members and, and you move from family to uh, your job and to your church. And what you're saying is, God, I want you to drive your agenda through my life. God, I want your agenda to begin to, be ma to, to, to manifest in how I think about life. I, I, I want your agenda to line up my heart and, and, and my emotions. Lord, uh, establish your authority uh, in my children's life. Lord, I want your purposes to be manifested. And you name your children, you know, in Lauren's life. I want you to move in her life at 12 years old and, 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 and help her to see and know who you are. And John, name your kids and your spouse. And, and Lord, I pray that, that your purposes be realized, that your, your kingdom will come through our church, that, that, that in due season we'll find the right facility, that you'll lead our leaders and, and that you'll pour out more of your spirit upon people. Lord, I, I, I pray that your kingdom will come through my work, Lord. That my work will be redeeming. That my work will line up with your will. See, you can just work through that. And then, and then in, it says, on earth as what? Is in heaven. So, so God's kingdom in heaven. In heaven, there's no poverty. In heaven, there's no injustice. In heaven, there's no economic imbalance. In heaven, there is no sickness. In heaven, there is no death. So when you, so you begin to pray that God's kingdom will be established in your neighborhood and in this nation. What you're saying is, God, release justice to flow across the land. God, God, pray for folk who are sick. Bring healing in their lives. Pray for the orphans. Pray for those who, who are financially challenged. You see, God, let your kingdom come. Got it? Start praying. Start praying. Establish your priorities. Where do you want God to establish his priorities? 
Is it in your relationships? Ask him about it. Where do you want God's will to be done? Where do you want God's healing to be released? Name the people. What do you want God to do for our nation? Line up our leader's heart with his heart. Would you do it, God? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Even use our mistakes to accomplish your purposes. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done. Shout this scripture. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into any heart. The things that God has prepared. For those who love him. Come on, let's give God a hand. Pray celebrate. All right, let me tell you. When you start praying for God's kingdom to come. When, when you begin to pray uh, uh, for, for God's unique will to accomplish you have to open yourself up and don't put God in a box because God may do it in a way that is totally unlike what you would expect I remember I was in Rock's Press about a year before I left and I just got burdened and I started walking around the sanctuary two or three times a, a week and I started my prayer time and I started praying God because by then we had influences in a multitude of communities uh, and, and, and I just started praying. I said, Lord God, you know, just build a, a, this congregation. You know, send those who are white and who are African-American, who are Asian, uh, who are Haitian. Send the wealthy, the poor, the middle class. Send the Republican. Send the Democrat. And I just started praying this. I just almost every time I'd pray, I'd walk around. I'd start praying, God, thy kingdom come build. Let it be through the building of this community, this congregation of people of faith. I had no idea how he was going to answer that prayer. I was expecting him to do it there, but what he actually did was he picked me up and set me here. Look around you. You see, you see, you see. I had no idea that this is how he would fulfill this prayer. Don't tell the neighbor, don't put God in a box. Just expect, just expect. And, it, and, and, and don't look for God to do stuff overnight. He's not a microwave. He's a crock pot. It's a crock pot. He takes his time and he works stuff. The scripture says all things work together for the good. And he takes his time. Anything worth having takes time. So stop giving up on God because you prayed this morning and he didn't show up tonight. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's one pastor. No, that's all right. All right. Let's go to the next one. Thy <laughs> kingdom come, thy will be done. All right. Monday is praise. Tuesday is Thanksgiving. I'm just showing you how you can diversify your prayer life. Wednesday, that's, that's praying for self and for others, right? In terms of God's kingdom comes. Focus still is on God's kingdom, God's priorities, right? Uh, and then comes Thursday, now you can bring out your shopping list, your, your petitions. Give us this what? Our what? All right, this is a prayer for provisions. 
what you're saying, what you're praying is, God, give me the provisions that I need to be all you've called me to be in this day. It's not a prayer for luxury. This is not the prayer, Lord, for the $345 million jackpot lottery. I'm not saying you can't pray, pray that. You can pray it. And if he happens to let you win, make sure you pay your tithes here. Anyway. <laughs> all money is sanctified. Anyway. All right. Okay. I'm going to say I like what this preaching y'all keep me. All right. Just joking. Just joking. Just joking. But the point is, I'm not saying you can't pray for that stuff. But you're asking for provisions to be all that God has called you to be this day what do you need to be an effective student what do you need to be an effective father what do you need to be an effective spouse what do you need to be an effective person on your job so you get up in the morning and say God give me what I need this day all right start praying go ahead talk to him talk to him share with him your needs Share with him your dreams. Let's talk to him. Share with him your unanswered questions. Lord, I'd believe, but here's some questions that I, I'm wrestling with. Just tell him. The needs in order for your business to go to the next level. Talk to him about it. the needs in order for your relationships to deepen. What are your needs today? No need is off limit. Just bring it to him. He's a big God. Shout this scripture with me. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, with prayer and thanksgivings, make your requests known to God, and the peace of God will stand guard around your heart. Come put your hands together and celebrate the truth of that scripture. He'll keep you while he's working in your life. So that's your petition. What day of the week are we on? Now we're on Friday, right? So Monday is praise, Tuesday is Thanksgiving, Wednesday is intercession, Thursday is our petition. That's all day. You just spend time talking about God. And then Friday, Friday is about grace and forgiveness. Notice this. Forgive us what? As we forgive Debts can be replaced with the word sin. 
Forgive us our sins. We forgive those who have sinned against us. Now, here's, the, here's, the, here's what's unique about what Jesus is teaching here. It's interesting. Listen to this. Here, here's another way to translate it. Lord, in the same way that I forgive people who hurt me, I'm asking you to forgive me. Meaning, if I don't forgive the people who hurt me, it's okay if you don't forgive me. He's linked those two. So the reverse is, Lord, forgive me for the ways that I've wounded you and wounded others. And then, Lord, help me to take that same forgiveness and forgive those who have hurt and wounded me. So let's start with the first half. I want you to think about regrets that you have over the course of your life, regrets that you've had over the last 24 hours. The course of this week, obviously you're going to be very quiet about this. You're going to say this quietly, but the sins, the things that you know that have broken God's heart are somebody else's. And I just want you to be honest with God. The word confess means to agree with God that it was wrong and ask him for his forgiveness. Start now. you're sorry ask him to forgive you I'm sorry Lord forgive me let him know let him know you're sorry and then ask him to forgive you Shout this scripture with me. If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Come on, let's give God a hand praise. Hallelujah. Can you believe that? Wow. There's nothing, nothing that you can do that he's not prepared to forgive you. Through the shed blood of Jesus on the cross, he'll wipe it clean. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Now he says to you, allow him to fill your heart with that forgiveness for others. So take just a few moments and I want you to think about the person who you haven't been able to forgive. Who are they? What's his name? What's her name? Maybe they have died. Maybe it was 10 years ago. Maybe it was yesterday. And in a brief moment of prayer, I want you to release those people to God and ask God to fill your heart with the capacity to forgive them. Start now. Whoever it was that hurt you. Whoever it was that broke your heart. 
Whoever's the cause of your trauma. God, I release them to you. I give up the right to pay them back. I release the need for vengeance. I forgive them. Everybody shout in Jesus' name. Shout amen. Come on, give God a hand praise. Give God a hand praise. All right, we come to the end of our journey now. You're, you're into the weekend. What a, what a week of prayer. Your life has been totally transformed. You've been praying your way through this week. Wow. Here's the last thing. Lead us not into what? But deliver us from what? Now, this is a prayer for wisdom and protection. It's wisdom because it does not say, Lord, when I'm in the middle of temptation, help me. Did it say that? No. <laughs> it said, don't let me get there. Let me walk away. Let me, lead me, not give me wisdom. And then, Lord, protect me and my loved ones from evil. Let's take a few moments and pray that. What's your greatest temptation? Lord, identify it. Lord, lead me. Give me wisdom. How to handle it. How to move away. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. And then pray for his protection. God, protect my kids. Protect my family. Talk to him. Protect my colleagues from evil, from the source of evil. Move, God, would you? It's the attack of disease and disaster. Build a hedge of protection around those that we love. Shout this with me. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, forever, and amen. Come on, let's give God a hand praise. Shout hallelujah. Shout wow. All right, all right. Tell, you, tell the person next to you that wasn't bad. Tell them that wasn't bad. <laughs> So here's, here's what I want to challenge you to do. Here's your connection card. Let me see your connection card. And if you're watching by video, you can just make this commitment. First of all, uh, I'm going to put this uh, prayer outline. As a matter of fact, we're going to make sure it's on our website. And if you turn in a connection card, over the course of the next couple of days, I'll send you a personal note that has all of this put together just for you. Because what I want you to do over the course of this week is to practice this praying, this talking to God. And I want you to do it in sections. You don't have to do it in the sequence that I did it, but just do praise one day and thanksgiving one day. And I want you to practice it in section. And if you didn't have your notes, like I said, if you fill this card and turn it in, I'll send it to you, and it'll be on our website uh, as well. And...
For some of you for whom this is, feels kind of, and it should feel a little weird if you haven't been prayerful, if you don't pray regularly, it, it, it might feel weird. Tell the person next to you, it's okay if it feels weird. Tell them. Tell them. It doesn't mean you're weird. Tell them. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> it just feels different. It's different. That's all. It's different. It's different. Right? Right? And I, and, but I want you to think through, and maybe the, on, on the first day, starting tomorrow, here's what I want you to talk to God about, and then you can start with the rest of the stuff. Talk to God about why it's difficult for you to pray. Think about what that's about. Right? And, and just talk about it. And for some of you, maybe writing it down. For some of you, you might write your prayers down in a journal. That's okay, too. Or you might use scripture. That's okay. All that works. And if you're willing to make this commitment, all I want you to write in the response to the message and turn your card in is, is I will practice talking to God. And I just want you to do it for 10 minutes. That's all, by the way. 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes. Shout 10. Yes. Shout minutes. Yes. Now, if you do it for more, that's okay. But your goal is 10, 10, 10, 10. It takes me 10 minutes to eat a bag of candy. You can do it. Shout amen.